Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. Welcome to the Escapist Comics Podcast. I'm Jessica Balboni. And I'm Robert Negawesco. And today we have a special episode. We're super not special. Super special. Uh, today it's going to be a movie episode. Deep dive. Deep dive movies. Of course, oh. it's going to be a comic book movie. Of course. You yeah. may have heard of this character, but you may not have seen this movie. I hadn't. I had, but I hadn't watched it in a very long time. And boy, was I surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, so what are we talking about? We're talking about the 1989, but not released till 1991, The Punisher. Starring, starring Dolph, Dolph oh, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> the big we'll guy. edit that out later. It'll be yeah. much more theatrical. <laughs> we can do it again. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Um, what are edits it's fine i don't think they edited this movie very much so it's good i don't know (laughs) we'll see it's fun it's definitely fun and we're gonna have some fun talking about it because this movie is bonkers it's so crazy (laughs) i can't imagine it actually being released today at all (laughs) no no it could not it could not be it could not happen today i mean we do have our punisher today jonathan bernthal uh, yeah. a, a much more toned down version of this. I mean, he still kills a lot of people, but he's a, he's a nicer version. And he's more tortured about it. He is. Yeah. He feels a little bad. He has some remorse where yeah. this, this Punisher has none, no remorse whatsoever. Yeah. And he's not crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scarier part too, is like, they kind of, it's like, oh yeah, he's gotta be a little crazy to justify this, but 
Mm-mm. Not in this movie. He's no. he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's just a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about the Punisher before we get into it. Uh, yeah. Punisher originally created in uh, 1974 by Jerry Conway, Ross Andrew, and John Ramita Sr. Uh, he helped out with the design. Um, mm. And yeah, Jerry Conway came up with the character. He wanted to do something a little different with spider-man he needed to have you know a little just a little more oomph in spider-man and he wanted like a, a vigilante running around just uh creating mayhem for for spider-man yeah this was the gritty 70s so right. i mean i could see them looking at spider-man and being like we gotta this guy's relevant of course but we gotta keep this guy relevant and getting gritty absolutely lines up with the time period i mean he's so it's like taxi drivers like two years after that you know yeah it's very of that era yeah so yeah he was obviously then uh amazing spider-man 129 uh and if you have any copies send them in yeah please (laughs) (laughs) please do (laughs) i remember uh just god when i first started working at escapist we had like a couple copies there and like, you know, in okay condition, but they were like $400. Wow. And, <laughs> and that I was like, yeah, I'll get one eventually. And now they are like, you know, those copies would be like two grand. <laughs> sure. <absolutely. laughs> Why didn't I buy those copies? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. oh, man. We live in and we learn. Unless you uh, can read them still, I guess. Yeah. It's not <laughs> the same. <laughs> So yeah, Frank Frank Castle, or uh, otherwise known as Castiglione, is also his mm. real, real last name. Yeah, it was Ellis Island, right? Mm-hmm. That that they would have changed his name, his ancestor's right. name to Castle. Yeah. As many Americans, or soon to become Americans, had yes. all happened to them. Yeah, he's an Italian American. Yes. Um. So he is driven by the deaths of his wife and his two children, who are killed by the mob or for witnessing a killing in New York Central Park. Uh, the Punisher wages a one-man war on crime. And this has been changed like over so many years, like his his origins and, but that's wow. kind of stayed the same. It's always the mob killed his wife and children. Um, yeah, that's and, his Uncle Ben incident. Yes, that's his original origin but Um, i I have seen multiple like ways that they've died and mm -hmm. all sorts of things whether it's gunned down in a park or in this movie a car bombing or right i don't even know what the original comic version of it is but that stuff changes but the the gist of it is the same right yeah originally it was they were gunned down in central park by the mob that's yeah. the, the original story. Because um, a psychopath needs a reason. Right. <laughs> always need a reason why it's used, and they always use the family or a dog, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah a dog. Also. Or a dog. I mean, yeah, recently that I've noticed uh, animal killings in movies have uh, really gone up. Like that's the reason why you're gonna go kill somebody. It's John Wick, man, is really. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's a. I mean, the popularity of that movie, like. I mean, I could see that guy doing a Punisher movie, you know? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. in that vibe, in this vein. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Wilk kills a lot of people for that dog. I get yes. it. I love my dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might go on a, a rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. So one thing that also has changed a lot for the Punisher over the years is uh, so he's a war veteran. Uh, originally yeah. a Vietnam War veteran. 
Um, and now he's been a U.S. Marine Corps scout, sniper. Uh, and then he was in like black ops and guerrilla warfare. And he's been like a combat veteran and markmanship and all this stuff. But yeah, now he's also in a fictional uh, Iraq war and a Saigon war and all sorts of, he's basically been in war a lot. <laughs> so that's another part of his backstory that doesn't yeah. really go away. Whereas the time period changes. Mm-hmm. He's a war veteran who became a police officer. Right. Whose family was then killed. Yes. By the mob. Right. And they just, uh, he's not supernatural in any way. So they've had to obviously change the time period because he's, uh, he's not, not getting any younger. <laughs> yeah. Except for that one time when, uh, Rick Remender made him a uh, Frankencastle. <laughs> right. <laughs> he has had some like, or, or now he's cosmic ghostwriter too from yeah. Johnny Cates. So I guess he is supernatural now. Right. But that's really a different guy. That's not the yeah. Punisher anymore. Yeah, he's, I guess not. They just still call him Frank, though. Which is why different, I, a different version, right? I think of him as Frank every time I want to refer to him as Frank, except the bad guy in this movie's name is Franco. Yeah. And I'm like, well, <laughs> come on. So apologies <laughs> in advance, everybody. When we get yeah, it's going to gonna get a little confusing with the Franks in this. Yeah. We'll Pay just attention call him the, the Punisher. <laughs> Pay attention to those O's. Right. <laughs> I'll try to call him Punisher, but he's Frank to me. <laughs> Um, so he's well known for his uh, originally the skull and the, the skull motif, obviously on his chest, the white boots and the white belt. That was his original costume. Uh, it's definitely changed over the years. Um, also, this is pretty noteworthy uh, The and kind of shitty. The Blue Lives Matter uh, campaign has kind of taken the logo away from him. and use it as their own jerry conway was very upset about this um i mean as you would be it's yeah because you know it's something that you designed for one purpose co-opted by what you did not intend right and he does not believe in that whatsoever and he wrote a big long article about it um and yeah they've interviewed him multiple times and now so in this just this year marvel has now changed the logo for the punisher Oh. oh wow yeah, and uh, they're moving away from it, and it's like a Japanese like oni skull now. Okay. And for right now, I know people are very upset about this. Sure. I mean, he doesn't um, even have a an ongoing. I mean, he doesn't have a series or anything, right? He has a series right now. He does. Okay. Yeah, just okay. came out. So I think only three issues are out now. But it's been a while, right? He was on ice for quite a while. It's been. He's had so many series. Uh, Matt Rosenberg had a series a little while ago. Um, Becky Cloonan had a series. Um, She she had him using only like knives and bombs and stuff. No guns. No guns. And in this series as well, he's using knives again. Which I mean, but he's a Punisher. He can do whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and he he's still murdering. He throws a hell of a lot of knives into people's necks and heads and throats and yeah. yeah. And people got yeah. mad about that as well. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> I have not heard. So he's, again, using knives um, and no guns. And now that a woman is not writing it, people don't seem to be as mad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Just want course. to throw that out there. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I, I remember hearing a story of like back in the day when Jim Lee was on the book and like who the fan base was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all these guys who were like about the guns like bro i love how you depicted the ar properly and like because you know jim lee's referencing that stuff heavily because he's Mm -hmm. 
he's not making up the guns like in that era. He was putting the real guns, but like the fan base would be these, you know, hunter type NRA types. A lot of them were oh, yeah. reading Punisher at the time. Oh yeah. And they want those guns accurate. <laughs> yeah, you remember they even had that that armory comic, right? Oh, or, sure did. Where I don't I don't know if it was called armory, but it's where it's just every page. It's not even a comic. It's just like his gear. It's just like gear fetish stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You can still find this. It's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's ba basically, you know, he's been revived uh, for over and over and over for many, many years. Uh, in 95, uh, Marvel canned him for a while. Uh, and then he just he didn't have a comic for a long time until uh, 2000 when uh, Garth Ennis revived him and yeah. we finally got the Welcome Back Frank series. Was that Pusher Max or? That's uh, Marvel Knights. Oh, it was Marvel Knights yeah. then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, which was my favorite Punisher series. Uh, you know, yeah. he really just made it gritty and new and it was just like, this is the Punisher that we wanted. Yeah, there's um, great stuff in there for sure. Yeah. And then we get Punisher Born and all of those series from Garth Ennis. And he really just, you know, brought brought Punisher to the forefront again. So, I mean, yeah. that's ba basically, you know, my, my rundown of the Punisher. Yeah. Um, Long, rich history of the character. I mean, there's lots mm -hmm. of great books and stuff with him. I mean, it, it is a weird figure, right? Because it's right. like, I don't want this guy doing any of this stuff but no. <laughs> i don't want travis bickle out there either from taxi driver yeah but taxi driver is a masterpiece it's right yeah you know it, it, it is the example of and it's very 70s still where it's like the guy like your protagonist doesn't need to be liked you know absolutely not even though um, we do like frank <laughs> yeah we do like frank uh we also i real quick too that all of the movies that came out from the success of the comics, I should say as well. Uh, you know, we get the, the Thomas Jane Punisher movie in 2004. Yeah. Then we get the Ray Stevenson Punisher movie, uh, Punisher Warzone in 2008. And then like I mentioned earlier, Jonathan Bernthal's, uh, was that in 2014, I think? It sounds about right. And Something he shows that. up in the Daredevil show first. 2016, and then he, yeah. And then so, he gets his spinoff and he has right. like, what, two or three seasons of that? Two seasons, yeah. Mm -hmm. And now yeah. they're going to bring him back again in the MCU. Crazy. Let's and see how Disney does this. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to put it on Hulu. I don't think they can put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. So I did notice now Disney is doing a new thing since Moon Knight came out uh, where you have to enter a passcode. Like yeah. for like, yeah. Which, mature content. Mature content now. So they could. They could mm -hmm. do that. We'll see. They might uh, start it. We'll, we'll see. I mean, because we'll see how those options work. They might stick it on Hulu for six months and then get the balls to put it on Disney or whatever. Right? Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Because they are going to be making more and more content. And it's like once they have a Deadpool movie, they're yeah. going to want that on Disney Plus. Yeah. They're not they going to want that on Hulu. They don't no. want to. I mean, they do own two thirds of Hulu. Right. But that's a third that they don't own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they still got to so, get that fork that money over, right? Yeah. <laughs> All no, right. It's a, we're doing this in an interesting time in the character's history. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's a lot of violence in the world. I mean, there's mass shootings. I mean, yeah. yeah so Punisher is an interesting character to be around right now. Yeah. Um, I think there was, God, five different shootings this weekend. 
Yeah. So obviously horrible, uh, deep, deep tragedies, and the fact that how like you know common it is, and we're, we're all jaded about it. You know, even yeah. if you try not to be, you are. It's... No, it's horrible. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, it's definitely an interesting character. What one note though? No skull shirt in this one. No. No so skull shirt. <laughs> they got rid of it for a different reason. I think trying to keep it from being like too comic booky, but that does aid the rewatchability of this show in a, in a lot of ways. Because mm -hmm. you don't think you don't have to think about that imagery. It's not in the movie at all. No, and the director did regret that as well. I did read because um, that was one of the reasons it didn't get released in yeah. America. <laughs> very weird <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that <laughs> very weird end. reason to not release the movie <laughs> <laughs> so they say anyways <laughs> so um yeah so this movie came out in 1989 or was supposed to be released in 1989 um stars Dolph Lundgren as we said and then uh supporting cast Louis Gossett Jr um as Jake Berkowitz Nancy Everhard as uh Detective Leary uh, Barry Otto as uh, Shake, and uh, I don't know. Apologies on this one, Jerome Crab. Uh, That's right. <laughs> as uh, uh, Gianni Franco, mm -hmm. the uh, the crime boss. One um, of the crime bosses. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, who comes out of retirement? But uh, right. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so this was written by uh, Boaz Yakin. So. It didn't I didn't recognize any of the stuff he had written, but interesting enough, he was is also a director and he directed both Remember the Titans from 2000 and uh, Uptown Girls, mm -hmm. both pretty big movies. Um, right. But that's him directing. And he wrote this movie, did not direct it. Right. And did not write those. movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we're, it's directed by uh, Mark Goldblatt, which. This guy, I didn't know, but unsung hero of Hollywood. The only other movie he's directed is 1988 Dead Heat. I like that I, movie. Okay. Yeah. So that's his two movies that he's directed, but he is mostly known as an editor. And buckle up. We got, this is the movies he's edited. Joe Dante's Piranha and The Howling. Hell Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Halloween 2. The Terminator. Rambo First Blood Part 2. Commando with Schwarzenegger, Terminator 2, Showgirls, True Lies, Starship Troopers, Armageddon, Detroit Rock City, Bad Boys 2, X-Men The Last Stand, and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Just to name a few. He has a huge career. This guy's edited Super Mario somebody. Brothers. Sorry. Huh? <laughs> I like when we ended with Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh... Wait a minute, real quick. You said Dead Heat, right? Uh, mm -hmm. 1988 Dead Heat. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's yeah. two Dead Heats. There's, oh no. Yeah, yeah. So there's Keith Kiefer Sutherland Dead Heat from 2002. Oh. And then not there's his. the 88 Dead Heat with Joe Piscopo. <laughs> Is that Very the one you love? Different movies. I was thinking of the 2002 Dead Heat. Got uh, it. Yeah. The, uh, the Joe Piscopo one is uh, pretty insane. Not as good as I. <laughs> but you've seen that one too. Good. good. Yeah, it's all right. Vincent Price is in it. <laughs> okay, that's a bonus. <laughs> For some, I was like, was he still alive when that came out? I guess so. In 88? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Right before he died. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, just uh, interesting. But it's like, once again, this is directed by a guy who's not known for directing. He's known as editing and written by a guy who's known for directing, not writing. But a really good editor. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, these are Pretty phenomenal movies. And yeah. he's worked with Verhoeven. I mean, uh, James Cameron, you know, these some of the biggest directors ever. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, the movie was produced by uh, as a co-production New World Pictures and Carol Co. Pictures. Uh, New World Pictures is best known for Death Race, Death Race 2000, The Brood, Rock and Roll High School, God Told Me To, Shogun Assassin, Lost Boys, Hellraiser. They brought Fantastic Planet to the United States and uh, Fitzcarraldo with Werner Herzog's. And then um, Carol Co. Uh, is known for Terminator 2, Basic Instinct, Stargate, They Live, Total Recall, and Rambo First Blood Part 1 and 2. So pretty heavy hitters in terms of uh, the production companies as well. But um, yeah, they were uh, on financial hard times, which is why this movie didn't come out until 91. But we'll get get into a little bit more of that later. If society won't punish the guilty. He will. You see this board here? Every time he kills somebody, I put a red pin in So far, the only thing that I've got to show for is these little calling cards here whole bunch of these. Now let me tell you something about this Punisher. If he ever shows up within 1,000 yards of me, he'll find out what the word punished really means. He defends the innocent. But if you're guilty, he gives no warning and shows no mercy. What the hell is this? Trouble. Dolph Lundgren. Louis Gossett Jr. Mr. P! Happy hunting! The Punisher. Justice with a vengeance. All right. What do we think of that trailer? <laughs> I think it's exciting. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Um, it would make me want to see that movie back in 1989. Oh, my God. This the honestly, the fact that I never that I missed this one is like a travesty. It's 16 <laughs> year old Robert and his friends. None of us watched this. We all needed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely didn't see this when I was a kid. I, my dad, so we like my dad loved. We loved like the Terminator and Terminator Two because 1991 was when the Terminator or when Terminator Two came out, right? Yeah. Judgment Day. Yeah. And I saw that in theaters, but this wasn't released in theaters no. here, so <laughs> we didn't get to see that. Mm. 
yeah, he didn't even rent this or anything, which I find weird. Maybe because he didn't like Dolph Lundgren. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it wasn't what didn't hear about it. I mean, I'm sure he saw it on the the, the shelves at the video store. Yeah, so. we we loved comics, but I don't know. Maybe it just got such terrible reviews. We're just like, pass on that. <laughs> yeah, it's not but, that kind of movie, folks. <laughs> no, it opens like I, when the. Uh, really cool actually opening it has like a very like graphic like almost like Starenko yeah like opening with like a bullseye and like you kind of like very colorful and uh I, I actually love the opening and the music's really cool it was pretty um, good yeah yeah and you're getting like shots of uh criminals and crime scenes and courtrooms it's really telling like in an abstract way the history of the Punisher and his exploits Right. And it looks very comic booky, right? Yeah. In the beginning, which I, so I was actually very excited. I was like, oh, I don't even remember this. Like, this looks really cool. I probably haven't seen this movie in like 15 years. Um, I was like, maybe this is better than I expected. Yeah. And also you hyped it up for me too. You're like, it was so good. I can't believe I hadn't seen this. And my, and my husband, Mark, like he loves this movie. <laughs> so yeah. I, was, I was excited, but however, we're gonna... we might have different uh, tastes <laughs> in terms of uh, what we're looking for. And I wasn't mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm. for a lot in this movie, except for what it did deliver, which is chaos. <laughs> is violence. <laughs> May- mayhem and violence. Um, but yeah, you, you get a couple shots of Dolph Lundgren, like firing a gun in there too and like mm-hmm. you're kind of seeing him kill all these guys which we're going to learn is 125 people have died in the past right we get years. we get a we get a newscast yeah. uh telling us about that very um, robocop very robocop like <laughs> it's very similar um yeah. yeah they they talk about how it's been like five years uh and franco moretti uh, a local mob boss or Nino Moretti or Nino Moretti. I'm sorry. Did I say Fran- yeah. Oh, yeah. Head of the Franco crime family, Franco family. I'm sorry. Yes. Nino Moretti is getting released uh, just after serving five years in prison. Yeah, he's, he's being acquitted of charges for right. murdering the castle family. Exactly. Who was blown up in a, a car bomb, a car yeah. bombing. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they ask this, they ask Moretti, like, are you scared of the Punisher? And he goes, in his like, let me tell you whether I'm scared. And he's like, if he comes within a hundred yards of me, I'll show him what punishment really means. Like right. very great setup. Cause you're like, okay, we all know this dude's getting it first. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, right oh, away. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely going to die very, very soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you see like, he like leaves and stuff, but you see like a boot. A, a black boot on a motorcycle and he he takes off after the limo and they 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 kind of um i think of it as like michael myers they like michael myers the punisher at the beginning of the movie like we don't know him yet so right. it's like just shadows and boots and like him creeping around and stuff yeah i think they show his eyes too like in the in the newscast like they're all like sunken yeah. in and like <laughs> yeah it's a pretty good setup um so yeah the the Moretti goes home with like his his mob buddies uh, to his big old mansion uh, and they're they're going to celebrate with some champagne. But uh, first, he's got to check around the the house, make sure that it's safe. Yeah. Uh, You know, (laughs) he he goes to get the champagne and they're like looking around and then you see like the Punisher's big giant boot come in through like the attic or something. (laughs) Right. And who who knows how he got in, but like. 
he, and then he just like starts picking the other dudes off like very violently too like yeah. right away like he stabs one of them in the throat he yeah. hangs one of them like with a cord yeah that's why i said like michael myers i was like oh he's like terrifying you know, yeah. it would be terrifying when we get a little glimpse of that, you know, from the criminal's point of view, kind of. And it's interesting. You actually see it in the trailer, too. I know everybody, you can just hear it, but go watch the trailer on YouTube that you see one of them get hung in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in the it's in like in the lobby of this big mansion sort of thing. So it's like this sort of juxtapose of like death and like the wealth you know everywhere right yeah it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah and this is how we first get introduced to him too so you're like oh okay this guy's insane <laughs> like yeah. he's a he's on a murderous rampage like he's a, yeah I mean, he is like michael myers or jason or it's like we're like this yeah. is a good guy all right well and, <laughs> cool. and even like a slasher movie um moretti returns with like the he has like a tray of champagne glasses <laughs> and he sees the death and he drops it pulls a gun and then he's looking right at the camera and we're seeing through the Punisher's POV. He goes, you, right. and then yeah. fires the gun like at us. Right. Know? Yeah. But it's like, that's like a slasher movie for yeah, sure. Was, like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's again, how I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, so this is the good guy, but you're treating him <laughs> like the slasher or the bad guy. Uh, so it is, it's kind of interesting. And I do love the edits on it, which makes sense that he was, the director was a, such a good editor because yeah. he does, he edits it like a, like a horror movie. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, then uh, a mob of reporters outside hear the gunshot. Yeah, that uh, he fired at the Punisher, and as they're running towards the house, like the windows and the front door explode onto right. the lawn, <laughs> and then like Moretti stumbles out of the doorway, and then just like falls down dead with one of the like signature Punisher knives like stuck yeah. in his back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, instead of the Punisher wearing uh, the, the classic logo on his T-shirt or whatever, uh, he has these Punisher knives. Yeah, uh, they all have like little little skulls on the on the handles, yeah. and that's his that's his signature. And it's, this is actually really interesting. So, uh, one of the one of the little trivia facts, and I got most of these from IMDb, was yeah, he always leaves his little signature knives, and then he also always leaves his weapons around like everywhere. Yeah. Like whenever he kills somebody, he just like leaves his guns or he leaves the knives and he like never, <laughs> the knives make sense, but he just like leaves his guns everywhere. And sure. it's, we find out like in a minute too, that he's like been living in the sewers. Yeah. Like he, how does he have money? <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming he steals the guns. My, my assumption is like, he's probably stolen multiple weapon caches from these guys when yeah. he's killing them over right. the past five years. That's gotta be my assumption. Where's he get all these knives though? I mean, <laughs> Where is he getting these made? <laughs> it, it makes sense as like a calling card. Cause he's yeah. trying to frighten the entire criminal underworld. Of course. But yeah. where does he get them? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I said, I get the knives. He wants to do a calling card, but like, I feel like you should just take your guns with you. Cause like, yeah. you're just, where are you getting all these guns? You're living in a sewer. <laughs> you don't have any money to replace them. You might want to take those back. Yeah. Guns are expensive. This guy's not Batman. He's <laughs> no, not Batman. he's not Batman. <laughs> Frank has never been independently wealthy. <laughs> no. Which I mean, <laughs> that's more interesting. It's interesting that he's like, just doing this so renegade, I guess. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
the guy falls down dead. And then this is like an amazing moment, like in the ex- smoke through the doorway, we get we catch a glimpse of Frank Castle and the reporters see him, too. He looks like what I like in about this movie is they kind of make him like a specter of death or something like mm-hmm. he's like there's times where he's like a wraith or like a ghost like figure. Right. And this is one of those moments you like just get a flash of him and the iconic line. Who is that? Oh. Shit, the Punisher. It's him. Move for a close up. Get, get a close up. Punisher. <laughs> so, so good. good. <laughs> but then the house actually explodes. Right. Yeah. Like and, for real. Blows and he's still up. in the house. Supposedly. It's impossible. Impossible. It's totally impossible that he got out of there. Like, did he jump out the back window really quick? Like, impossible. The timing, you watch the timing, it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he went underground, maybe. Yeah. Oh, well, we that's where right. we go next. That's where we go, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out the Punisher has been living underground in the sewers, I guess, like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah. It's right? the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it's a popular place to live in the 80s. Uh, and we that's where we get uh, our first voiceover here from yeah. from Dolph. Come on, God. Answer me. If years I'm asking you why, why are the innocent dead and the guilty alive? Where is justice? Where is punishment? Or have you already answered? Have you already said to the world, here is justice, here is punishment, here in me? Uh, (laughs) Where is justice? Here is justice. Where is punishment? (laughs) Here is punishment. (laughs) Is it me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he talks to God, right? There's, yes. you get this bit kind of at the beginning and at the end. It's co- sort of our introduction and outro for our character, but it's this like winding shot through the corridors of the sewer to find him naked in front of a fire. <laughs> he's meditating. <laughs> yeah, we he's see talking a good to God. Shot of his butt crack, like, <laughs> yep, yep. He's like Real sitting nice. on his feet. He's covered in grease, though. Always covered in grease. He's just very sweaty. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we have some more facts about his sweat later. I'll get into it. <laughs> but yeah, he, he talks. He def- definitely is. Uh, and yeah, so and then while he's talking to God, you kind of see the, the 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 car bombing that killed his family. Um, you right. see, it's like meant to be in his head. He never stops reliving that moment. Yeah, and originally. Uh, the beginning of the movie was supposed to have him in his uniform or as a, as a detective and he witnesses the car bombing in the beginning. Yeah. So they were supposed to have this whole different scene where we saw a lot of background about him as a cop, which I think would have been good. I don't think they should have cut that out. It would have given him more character, I think like a little, and we would have, you know, just seen him as like a loving father and not just like this killing machine. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I think editing that out was actually a poor choice. It would have uh, been more RoboCop, though, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, but a... it is part of the Punisher. No, of course. Yeah. What I what I did think about because that that's an interesting point. Like, this movie feels like the second movie, right. which in a way I kind of really like. But that's mm-hmm. because I'm familiar with the Punisher. Right. If you're not, it is a weird intro. I would yeah. think. Mm -hmm. because you aren't going to be attached to this guy like 
No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's like, I already like him. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Like for me, I was like, sweet, skip the origin into it. But it is a good point what you're making. Like for the audiences, maybe it would have been a lot better to see him as like a person, a human being. <laughs> right. <laughs> which he's, for like four seconds in this movie yeah you know yeah take take one minute yeah <laughs> you're trying to cut all of it out all right <laughs> yeah. it is a shocking intro though it's like i don't know there you know the movie is what it is right it's it, right I, it might have been better though but yeah just even scary a as minutes. it is yeah because it's a short movie too it's not like i guess I maybe like because that. we're we're used to very long movies i mean back then movies were maybe an hour and 20 minutes an hour 30 minutes a two-hour yeah. movie was like ooh, that an epic long that's an epic yeah an epically yeah. long movie <laughs> yeah but yeah so then uh we we see that all rehappen and then um it's that night at the at the mansion which is just rubble now and uh, that's where we meet uh, Jake Berkowitz, played by Louis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's Louis Gossett Jr. is best known for uh, An Officer and a Gentleman, where he won uh, Best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. And then he was also in uh, A Raisin in the Sun, Jaws 3D. And, uh, <laughs> that's his classic role. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Enemy Mine, which I, I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's... That's a cool, weird movie. That's probably what I best know him know him for unfortunately but <laughs> i mean i love that movie <laughs> i'm just saying yeah. i probably probably should know him for his oscar role the most sure. but i watched enemy mine so much as a child <laughs> no that was a big that was a big one for sure uh yeah. it's it's definitely a, a a unique movie like it's that's very a, unique yeah if you haven't seen enemy mine definitely go seek it out it's it's really yeah. good dennis, dennis quaid, quaid and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really like just two dudes right it's yeah, like just the two whole dudes. time yeah on, stuck on a planet together an alien yeah. and a, a human and yeah. he has a baby <laughs> oh, <yeah>. spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> fun stuff though um mm-hmm. so yeah we this is a uh, jake berkowitz the detective who was uh frank's ex-partner which we'll soon to learn um mm-hmm. but yeah uh, a reporter comes up and like asks him like are you being pressured to step down from the punisher task force which he like flips out on that lady he flips out on all sorts of people <laughs> yeah he's very high stress right yes. know he's dealing with a punisher who's killed a lot of people <laughs> yeah and he knows that guy and he knows him yeah um and then we also get a one of the mayor's like stooges or something someone who works for the mayor comes up to just tell him a message straight up from the top frank castle is dead like mm-hmm. they don't want people thinking that an ex-cop is going on a rampage killing all the criminals and he's like yeah he's like why not that's <laughs> right. what he's like why yeah. not right <laughs> which i like you know <laughs> yeah and then we also uh meet nancy everhard who's yeah. the other detective uh, sam leary yes detective sam leary who looks just like nancy allen from robocop <laughs> down <laughs> to the same first name the same first name, the same haircut, literally everything. <laughs> They're like, that worked for Robocop. Let's do the same thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's unfortunate. Like, she literally does nothing in this movie. <laughs> no. She could be like a lamp and have the same effect in this movie. <laughs> the one thing she does, she because she gets through to Frank more than anybody, even more than Louis Gossett Jr. Like, she gets him to basically reveal that he cares about Louis uh, uh Berkowitz yeah but it's like that's it that's it's it. it's it's yeah. not a lot I mean you're you're correct that's all she gets is yeah. that one 
moment sort of um i mean i guess but, at least she doesn't get like naked or anything like no, that no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been going very against robocop right <laughs> or wait maybe they are naked but it's but it's like co-ed and stuff in robocop yeah it's not like sexualized yeah yeah verhoven's good good with that it's, it's yeah interesting um but she wants to be berkowitz's partner right and it is the hardest no that anyone has ever said no like <laughs> he's just i work (laughs) with the best and she's like i am the best and he's like i don't care (laughs) and then then he lets her (laughs) well because she says the 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 magic words i believe frank castle is the punisher and he's like everyone does i know i don't know (laughs) it doesn't make any sense there's definitely some writing mix-ups here where they were going two different directions and you see like you see a few of those moments where something gets caught in the middle Right. And it is, it, it's that moment. And he's like, meet me in my office in the morning. Right. You got the job, basically. Like, yes. She's like, I'm super smart. I graduated at the top of my class. And he's like, I don't care. And then she's like, no, I think Frank Castle's the punisher. And he's like, you got the job. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but it's yeah. moving fast. Like, that, it is moving fast. It, it, you know, it's only very, very silly when we're analyzing it it's only a little bit sillier or less silly when you're watching the movie but the movie goes so fast yeah (laughs) i'm I'm forgiving of it because it's charming (laughs) all right (laughs) that scene was so silly to me when i was watching it (laughs) it is it is so yeah at the airport we meet uh gianni franco who is uh he he's the 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 crime boss but he was been retired in europe for five years to raise his son we can assume Mm-hmm. Um, but the families are the crime families are so weakened by the Punisher that he's forced out of retirement uh, right. so he has to come back. And he like has a meeting with his one of his guys who gives him like the rundown. Mm-hmm. And we meet his son, Tommy. Yeah, the first the first child of the movie. But that's yeah. not dead. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Tommy's pretty cool. Tommy's a badass kid. Uh, <laughs> and he's pretty important in the movie. Honestly, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does like a magic trick and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then he leaves and Franco's like, we're going to consolidate all the families mm-hmm. and then I'm going to take over. Right. Because we're all, they're all weak. We're weak. They're weak. I'm taking over. Yeah. Which is not, not going to go well with the families. <laughs> no. We meet Shake. Uh, oh, Shake. He's a oh, Shake. <laughs> uh, thespian, a self-described <laughs> thespian. Um, he is an alcoholic definitely right. and it is portrayed for humor which you know they really sure. don't do that anymore no <laughs> the 80s right again <laughs> this is probably one of the craziest parts in the movie is mm-hmm. so he gets like thrown out of the bar for begging um and then you see a tiny little remote control semi truck with a bottle of booze in right. the back and he like he follows it like a like it's like a cartoon or something like where he's dog. just look, yeah. yeah he's only looking at the ground and then he's like following this little truck until it runs into frank's boots right and then he like looks up and he sees frank castle and it's like frank was driving it and then he like leaves the little remote control car and i'm like where'd you get that it's so weird. It was such a bizarre scene. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I think Shake is supposed to kind of be like microchip. I don't know why they just didn't use microchip from the yeah. comics instead, because that would have made a lot more sense. It would have been um, cool. It is weird that he has just like this alcoholic actor who is his like 
info man, right? He, yeah. He's a, that's he gets his information from the streets and gives right. it, feeds it to Frank. But why, like, but why this guy? I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, and you wouldn't assume this guy's super reliable. Exactly. Yeah, and he but, just feeds him booze like for his information. Like, yeah, that's all he gives him is a bottle of booze, and then he tells him that the the wall, the big drug deal at the docks is going down. The crime families are having a meeting. Yeah. So that's and, the info he gives right. him. Basically, it just gives him the information to go see the drug deal at the docks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I guess maybe because people will not suspect a drunk. That's why. And because he's an actor, he can like get in and out of places. <laughs> yeah, the acting thing, I guess. And then the drunk thing, I guess, is like, yeah, who's going to think he's that? I mean, that's us trying to like reverse yeah. engineer this right. the logic to this logic, logical yeah. movie. Right. <laughs> it had to be for a reason, though, right? It At had some point. to be. <laughs> <laughs> they're writers. They're real. They made real stuff. So they made real movies. There has to yeah. be a reason. <laughs> But um, this does lead into the drug deal at the docks, which for me, like in terms of action and stuff, this is the height of the movie. Mm -hmm. It's this is like a super well done action set piece. And really, it's like the big throwdown of the movie aside from like the finale. But this seems bigger somehow. Well, yeah, this one I thought and well, and then also we'll get into the one of the scenes later that I was just insane. Um, but yeah, this is the first real big action scene, I think, yeah. of the movie. And it um, is mayhem. However, <laughs> I do have some issues with some of the people in this. Oh. Uh, so we first <laughs> we first meet some of the characters that are going to get uh, real killed. Uh, we get the so there's French, right? Some French guys on a boat. Yeah. And uh, they definitely look like a, a ragtag, like rejected Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're kind of speaking French, but not really. Hey, we're on, the, on a boat here. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are yeah. they French? Are they Italian? What's happening? <laughs> like, they're like kind of shaven and they're wearing like striped shirts. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, they do look like pirates or something. Oh, it's so bad. It's just, but they're not long for this world. No, they're not. <laughs> so the yakuza. Well, we don't know yet, but yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> they are the yakuza, and they massacre these guys on the boats. They got like spiked balls and yeah. knife shoes. Yeah, they're wearing stuff. also ridiculous scuba gear too. They like yeah. come out of the water out of nowhere in like scuba gear and then they throw the spiky balls at yeah. them, <laughs> which so are could... so silly too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it is super over the top and comic booky. It makes this movie less like crazy, like because it is like so ludicrous, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could probably make those spiky balls right now, like out of paper mache. <laughs> yeah, I thought of like a uh, phantasm. Like yeah, little, oh yeah. Like, spheres. Those look way better though. Yeah. <laughs> they um, should have hired those guys to make their props. Yeah. This doesn't come back. Um oh. but so they kill the the pirates. European pirates <laughs> bringing in the drugs and then kind of assume their identities. Right. So because the mob is expecting the boat with those guys in and they mm-hmm. just pretend that they are them. Yeah. For when they show up. And then I mean do they just start the carnage, right? They just yeah, start. They just start everybody. killing everybody. Yeah. And then Frank is watching the entire time, like with a scope, uh, a, a crossbow, a He's crossbow like a, scope, though. Yeah. So he can stay quiet. Right. He can, and also because it's like a, you know, a 
I was going to say Gatling gun. That's not right. Uh, like a grappling hook. Grappling gun. Thank you. Yeah. Grappling gun. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, yeah. He gets caught up in it. And yeah, he fires that crossbow into a mob guy, nails him to a van, right. and then zip lines down <laughs> on the rope that's going through the dude's torso while he's firing a machine gun with the other hand and killing <laughs> so many people. So many people. Yeah. <laughs> It's but crazy. There's so many people there. He can't. Uh, he can't win this battle. Because uh, no. he, he is a mortal man, <laughs> and yeah. they are yakuza, and they are very good fighters. Yes, yes. And, they uh, throw katanas through cars. There's a lot of one-liners. Yeah. Like the dudes, the goons are like, "How is it? Uh, like you know, checking the perimeter? It's like, how is it up there? It's like, ah, it's dead up here. <laughs> Over. And then yeah. he's dead. And then he's know? right. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. Yeah, uh, there's some good one-liners in this throughout. Yeah. And it, he gets shot or he gets stabbed. I can't remember. Uh, so the Yakuza is. load, uh, they load the drugs onto the van right. and they take off. And then mm -hmm. he just runs the van down, jumps on the van, kills the driver, but he gets stabbed. Yeah, also, he gets stabbed, right. Yeah. And falls in the water. And then like the mob guys are shooting in the water, but he right. has escaped through the murky yeah. water and now infected uh, knife wound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like fucking like in New York somewhere. Yeah, he's like in the Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh-oh. That should have been the whole movie is like him like dealing with like sepsis or something. <laughs> I think he does look pretty bad in the next scene. So. That is true, yeah. He's like, straight, come get me some antibiotics. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we see the like Berkowitz and Leary. They're just like always, you know, behind him like right. two, two, two behind it. They see the van taken out of the water and then the door falls open and the driver and the knife is, the Punisher knife is sticking out. It's like, oh yeah. my God, he <gasps> oh, is <no>. real. <laughs> <laughs> but they already know that. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think, I think it's like, do they not want it to be Frank Castle? Like no one's denying that the Punisher exists, but they're like, he's not Frank Castle. It's someone like, else or something. Yeah, I guess. But like, he knows, I mean, Berkowitz knows it's him. He knows. He knows. He definitely yeah. knows. Right. Or yeah. they know. Leary knows somehow also. She yeah. believes it in her bones. I. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she always says that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> so then uh, the crime bosses, they have their meeting and they like mm -hmm. kind of talk about the leader of the Yakuza. Um Right. They they introduce us to Idiko Tanaka, uh, played by Kim Miyori. Mm -hmm. um, Who's awesome. She's yeah. Like, oh, she, maybe she's, the best actress in the movie. <laughs> she's yeah, so she's good. super good. Yeah. Uh, really, really like scary when she needs to be very charming when she needs to be. Mm -hmm. She's doing a lot of work for sure in this movie. Yeah, and, she really uh, steals like the scene when she comes on. <laughs> oh, this whole scene right here is is great. Yeah. Um, they do give us a little bit of information, which comes up later, that she has an adopted daughter, a mute American girl, who she has trained to be a master assassin. Right. So we don't really learn who that girl is. And if they Ever. hadn't said that, yeah. she would just be a girl standing there. But yeah. Anyway. Pretty much throughout the entire movie, too. And she's mute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is a badass, though. I'm wondering, I looked throughout the movie too. Like we do see her, yeah, and she's a badass. But like, is she mute because she's a bad actress? She's yeah, a probably. great fighter, yeah, and just really pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, probably. we tried, it didn't work out. Make her mute. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very possible. Yeah, um, but yeah, then she comes in to the meeting with all the crime 
mob heads. So Franco's there with the other guys who are all absolute morons. Like yeah, he's like head of the Yakuza. Yaku what? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and then he's like, he like looks at him with disgust. He's like Japanese mafia. <laughs> like you fucking idiot. <laughs> so funny. J- Yaku, Yaku, Yaku what? what? Yeah. <laughs> So she makes oh. them an offer because they're all fucking dumb and they can't take care of the Punisher. And basically they refuse her offer to her to fix everything. <laughs> and- yeah, well, she does say, well, I'm yeah. going to take 75%. Yeah, 75%. You guys get 25%. <laughs> and and she says, this isn't an option. No. I'm telling you what you're going to do. If not, right. I will destroy you guys. Yeah. And I can because you're super weak. Yeah, you're super weak. You're shitty. <laughs> So they refuse, and she says, "Well, okay, and then uh, you'll see what's going to happen." Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she just rules this scene. Uh, she yeah. she says, "The you Americans have a great capacity for violence, but it's raw and unfocused." And then she like breaks that dude's finger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then she says the very uh, you know like offensive to Italians line all your ancestors were still screwing sheep on the Mediterranean coast ours were the crime lords of Asia right which is a good line but pretty crazy it's crazy yeah (laughs) but to be fair they're also very offensive to Japanese people too in this so yes yeah definitely I mean this is that era where it's like uh, some Japanese company had bought like an American baseball team yeah. and America was so scared. They're like, Japan's going to take over the world. Oh my God. Their mm-hmm. economy is the best. Like, right. Yeah. A lot of, but it definitely manifested itself in some very xenophobic fears um, of which are in this movie. Definitely. Yeah. The, the only good thing I could say, like towards the, what they did with this movie um the like choreographed scenes uh for the fighting for the uh with the japanese uh the two like main actors they both were actually karate tournament like at fighting champions mm-hmm. um and so all the scenes like with Dolph Lundgren you know Dolph Lundgren's obviously a trained fighter as well yeah um so they yeah they they wanted like the best for it and they're all actual they're doing all their own stunts. Oh, okay. Um, which I mean, they cool. are really cool scenes. Yeah. And then, yeah, Kim Miori does a lot of the fighting as well. Like, everyone like, kind of did their own stunts, which is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The, all, the, all the, like, hand-to-hand action and combat is good. And also, I mean, she is more competent than anybody, really. Yeah. Other than, I guess, Frank Castle, you know? Like, she's more mm-hmm. competent than the... The mob and stuff yeah so they performed them uh, they also performed them with real contact to make it look real um so that's pretty Whoa. crazy too <laughs> yeah <laughs> jeez yeah so they're actually punching Dolph Lundgren yeah they're actually punching him which is uh pretty brutal <laughs> yeah that is pretty brutal he's a big guy but still probably yeah. hurts <laughs> yeah and he trained um t- like relentlessly too to get back up to his weight that he was doing like his fighting tournaments like oh okay so he could just be like absolutely like you know he's like six six right and yeah yeah he's like got up to like 230 pounds again like of just pure muscle he's a big guy yeah for sure uh which (laughs) you know we 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 kind of talked about that before but it's like i never thought of the punisher as a big guy 
now I'm like, I doesn't have to be, but I do like that because it is just crazy. Like some giant ex cop, just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> tearing through people. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make him very intimidating. Oh, absolutely. But um, yeah, after uh, Lady Tanaka leaves, that's when Franco's like, they like agree. And then she leaves and he's like, yeah, we're going to go to war. But I think it's because he's totally scared. <laughs> yeah. Like he waits till she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Uh, so Leary is using a computer to triangulate where Frank might be. Berkowitz does not trust computers. He says, what are you going to use that for? Play Miss Pac-Man? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He's like, and he's like, listen, I've, I've been doing the work. I've been doing the work. I know. And then she figures out he's living underground. Mm-hmm. Like she figures it out. And, you know, I don't know. We don't get him. We don't see him get owned by the computer, but yeah, <laughs> the future's coming, Jake. The future is coming. <laughs> yeah. And he also has that, like that map, right. Of like where he's yeah. killed everybody too. Apparently that's a map of Seattle for some reason. <laughs> is that <laughs> in the trivia? Yeah, oh, it's no. in the trivia. <laughs> Not where this takes place. This is definitely New York City. Right. So, and yeah, so Frank has killed and he has like all the little dots where you can't even fit all the little dots of where he's killed everybody because it's 160 people now, by the way, that he's killed. (laughs) By the end of the movie, everyone, this is going to be 180 people. Whoa. Yeah. So we see what, uh, 55 killings in this movie alone because it starts yeah. at 125 right and it might be more than that because he also blows up a lot of things so we yeah. actually don't know how many people he's blown up so it could be closer to screen. like the 200 range wow <laughs> yeah he kills a lot of people <laughs> i mean the one of the production movies one of the production companies did produce commando right <laughs> another movie that's Another- even more than this movie is just Die, 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 die. Guy dies. Bad guy dies. Bye. Bad guy blows up. But. Yeah, I still think Dolph Lundgren kills more people than in Commando. <laughs> than in Commando? I, yeah, maybe. I think. Yeah, I can't remember. I'll have to look up that fact. But yeah, I think I think this is still more. <laughs> wow, that's insane. <laughs> um, but yeah. So at this point, the Yakuza. This is what their plan was to ensure that the mob pays. Mm-hmm. They kidnap all of their kids right. uh, they kill their nannies <laughs> yeah <laughs> in front of the kids it's pretty brutal yeah There's it's, a lot of... <laughs> yeah that scene was shocking <laughs> when, yeah. when the mob comes in and is that when She's they kidnap reading. tommy and they kill uh the, nanny? Well, the one i remember is the two little girls and yeah. the nanny's like reading a story to them and they just yeah. like gunner down right gunner there. down right in front of the little girls yeah i couldn't remember which kids it was but yeah when they kill a nanny fucking right in the head <laughs> <laughs> no this is I mean, the, the violence is like it's like movie violence so it's not it doesn't look real no it doesn't look real but it's what still is like happening? whoa yeah, yeah. brutal <laughs> yeah you know we infer the brutality it's like jesus yeah i mean the yakuza are pretty uh are pretty violent uh <laughs> so yeah. i get it but yikes this is a comic book movie you keep remembering throughout this so yeah yeah and to go off of that they they have like a little story where they explain how the yakuza heads uh needed tanaka's uh brother out of the picture 
mm-hmm. and she had to ma- to maintain power. She went home, cooked him a nice meal, and then slit her own brother's throat. And yeah, they Found- use that to be like, oh man, this lady's not messing around. Like, no. Uh, if you want to watch a really good show about the yakuza uh, on HBO right now, Tokyo Vice. Uh, oh yeah, based on the book. Uh, really, really good. It's like Michael Mann it. produced. Michael Mann produced. He does direct the first episode too. Oh boy. That's cool. All right. Before we get into the next segment, quick, quick break for y'all. So we uh, go from there um, back. We see the kids now. They're all being held by the Yakuza and they're all arguing, you know, talking about why they were kidnapped. And they're all saying, like, because our dads are gangsters. And Tommy, who we met before, Franco's son, um, doesn't know that his dad's a gangster because he's been retired for five years in Europe. Right. And they're like, some kids like, you don't know. Your dad's the biggest gangster of all of them. Yeah, a little snotty kid. (laughs) And then they start fighting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tommy is a tough kid. We're at least given that much. Um, Yeah. For not knowing that his dad's uh, a gangster, he is a he's rough and ready. (gasps) Yeah. He knows how to fight. (laughs) He probably tried to still keep him tough despite hiding the the crime from young Tommy. Yeah. Um, But uh, Lady Tanaka comes in and is talking to one of the little girls who's crying. And like Tommy like shoves her over. He's like, yeah. leave her alone. Yeah. And then like one of the Kuzu dudes like, like throws the kid against the like across the room. Right. Then, or, or first, like he whaps him right across oh, yeah. the face. And then uh, and then he attacks the Yakuza. Tommy like like pushes the Yakuza with guy with a chair. Oh, yeah. He smacks him with a chair. Yeah. And then they <laughs> knock him out. Yeah. Then they knock him out, throws him against the wall <laughs> and knock take him out. out of the room. But it does. Yeah. It shows us this kid is crazy and does not. I yeah. mean, he doesn't care, right? He doesn't care. He's trying to protect the other kids, too. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. He's he, noble. He's like a noble little kid. <laughs> he's a good boy. Yeah. Like, that is said later. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a good boy, Tommy. <laughs> we'll get there. That's, that's a fun scene. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, and then they take the kid away. Um, and then uh, then we're at the, uh, the Yakuza's illegal underground casino. Right playing a really weird song yeah <laughs> pretty bad yeah <laughs> i don't even know what genre that was and i'm not sure <laughs> but yeah like, he explodes through the skylight which is uh we, we see all the debauchery and stuff first for a while right and then and then frank comes into the skylight and just starts annihilating people yeah again just (laughs) lots more murder (laughs) yeah it's totally crazy he like shoots at the at the i would like laughed super hard how long he shoots uh slot machines for (laughs) it's like the scene in predator or whatever where it's like it's clearly going too long and that's the point right it's just him like continuously like just exploding 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 forever and you're like is this gonna go is this gonna end yeah oh my god (laughs) right and then 
next once again where Berkowitz and Leary show up at the scene and uh everyone thinks that the Punisher is the one who kidnapped the kids but Burke knows it's not true and yeah. she's like do you have a reason I got two and he pulls out a photo of Frank's kids that he keeps in his wallet yeah <laughs> um and then this is even though that's I don't know I don't know the relationship but it seems a little odd but you know it, it hurt him too right right I like this bridging sequence because it he's looking at that photo and then it cuts to Frank who has the same photo mm-hmm. and is looking at that in the you know underground right it's like an Alan Moore scene <laughs> yeah they have like a, a moment <laughs> like telepathically <Yeah>. connected <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh well what's interesting too and like they don't again this is like another edit that they took out was um she also uh knew frank a little bit because she when she says in the beginning that she was a hooker like she played a yeah. you know undercover um mm-hmm. with frank too and that was also that was also edited out too it was like another flashback where she's actually in costume as that hooker um undercover so supposedly she knew him too um that line is so she's like do you remember we did that and he's like doesn't she's like i was the hooker i was the hooker yeah and he's like oh yeah 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 of course right right, right. (laughs) so apparently that was actually filmed as well and that was just like taken out um and yeah, it's just another thing, like a weird edit where they probably, and maybe it was just for time, but that <laughs> really would have helped. <laughs> I wonder if those deleted scenes are on anything because I have a, a DVD here that I bought from a library uh, sale, but it's like the 1999 DVD. Oh. It doesn't even have subtitles. Or oh, anything. wow. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty funny. The menu screen is like horribly cgi animated like they merged shots together right oh. and they have i don't know i need to like sh- film it and send it to you or something yeah, like yeah. if we can integrate it i mean i know it's <laughs> audio but yeah there's a shot it, like has him come out of some fire and they had cgi'd his eyelids shut whoa and then they they pop his eyes open ah. it looks so bad oh so <laughs> and there is no special features on the dvd like it like it has the like actor bios and that's it oh god i remember dvds like that like yeah. <laughs> old school dvd well i watched rewatched this on uh youtube they actually oh. have the full movie on youtube but it looks like someone recorded it like on their tv or oh, it's just really badly rendered and yeah it was a it was a tough watch like if, if any of the action scenes if they move too quick like it'd be like a little pixelated oh okay can, vhs can, is obviously the right format for this movie yes definitely from a video <laughs> store get it at the blockbuster oh well, <laughs> it's probably edited on blockbuster <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> um but now we uh we go to uh Coney Island. Yes, the Coney Island funhouse scene, uh, which is actually not filmed on a soundstage, but actually was filmed at the Coney Island funhouse at the iconic Sydney Harbor Luna Luna Park. Wow. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, uh, Dolph did most of his own stunts, and yeah, so and this scene is incredible. <laughs> yeah, these are wild. This is this has like motorcycle action too, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, and he yeah he wanted to do all of that himself as well. 
Um, and yeah, this is, this is crazy. (laughs) This is a crazy scene. (laughs) It's almost kind of sad though. Cause like you, you're, you talking about all this effort he put into this, like he was really trying to be a Stallone or a Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. Because it's like, that's what those guys are doing. They were, you know, Dolph Lundgren's a super smart guy. Doesn't he have like a PhD and stuff? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) He's like super smart. So, and so are obviously Schwarzenegger and Stallone, despite how they are depicted in films and stuff. These guys are like super savvy. And I think (laughs) I don't see any reason why Dolph shouldn't have been equal to those guys, but Uh, it just didn't work. He's not a very good actor. I I don't know. He's okay. (laughs) But yeah, it's not, he's like, maybe he's not as good. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously really good. Yeah. And none of them are the best. (laughs) I'll say Stallone's all right, but he can't speak very well. No, but he, I mean, he was born with facial paralysis because of the, they pinched his head when he was being born with uh, forceps. Yeah. He's also kind of a jerk. (laughs) I don't know. No, he still has the turtles from Rocky. That's what I know. And that's, well, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, the Coney Island scene is like, yeah, it's totally crazy. Yeah really over the top a lot of ninjas with chains oh yeah um, and but they do catch him uh tanaka's daughter actually the mute American yeah we finally girl. see her yeah. yeah she comes out and does some crazy martial arts with mm-hmm. him <laughs> she she gets him she takes him out um you yeah. know and he, they beat the shit out of him and then he goes unconscious right and we, um, we move on to the the torture scene yeah <sighs> Yeah, he's he's on an old school like stretching rack. Right. You know, I don't know what that shit would have been used for really, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has a, yeah, she has a torture rack. Yep. Um, uh, and they said that Dolph was so sweaty during this scene that they had to keep a wiping him down. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Someone either hated or loved that job. Right. Because he's shirtless. This is the only time where you see him like shirtless and like mm-hmm. showing off the muscles and stuff. Right. Oh. <laughs> and uh when Miss when Miss Tanaka comes in, she has like that like crazy thimble like on her yeah. hand, right? And they also said this wasn't scripted. Uh this isn't and this is not a straight up fact it's like rumored uh-huh. that uh she was obsessed with Dolph Lundgren's body oh wow she does <laughs> caress it here yeah she does and that wasn't scripted okay. they said that she, yeah she was like finally like really excited that she got to touch his body so she threw that into the movie <laughs> I mean, I hope it's true, you know. I hope it's true, too. <laughs> I mean, why not? It yeah, does make not? the scene, like, more real. Like, why not? Why wouldn't she do that? Like, yeah, there's a hint of, like, there's a hint of, like, such a shame. Yeah. With her, like, wh- where he, he's like a waste, mm-hmm. you know, because she she's like, tell me the information. And he's like, he's just like joking, you know, with her yeah. the whole time. Um, she tells him that they lost two million when he raided the casino. That's why they came after him for this. Um, and she's like, "How much torture does that buy?" And <laughs> yeah. she starts stretching him out. Who sent you? Batman. And which 
would have been great. I think that would have gone over really well if it had come out in 89. Yeah. You know, absolutely. like <laughs> with the perfect. Batman movie. Um, but uh, he won't talk. He just jokes with her. And then yeah. she reveals that shake is she captured shake as well. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, will you talk now? And he still doesn't. No. He just stops joking. He just. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just his smile gets wiped away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like it. <laughs> Unlike when he's getting stretched. Right. <laughs> um, but she leaves like a classic movie villain. Right. Like they always do. <laughs> doesn't murder him or doesn't kill him and yeah. just leaves him there with the doctor. <laughs> yeah. And of course he escapes. He unscrews his like wrist bonds yeah and uh they there's like a weird so they like get that other guy onto the torture rack and he's wearing like high heel shoes (laughs) i didn't notice that yeah he has like one on one foot like red bright red high heel shoes one on one foot and it's like fallen off the other one and i'm like were those his shoes did they put them on him to humiliate him the doctor did yeah, the doctor had. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. There's no point made of it or anything, so it's very easy to miss. But it's like he very. So I assume that's some other bit that was cut too. Like the like ladies' high heel shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like straight up, like like red, bright red stilettos. Whoa. <laughs> so I was like, why? Huh. Why indeed? And where, whose were those where did those come from those were in maybe the maybe they were his <laughs> it may be maybe. In, the, in that case is a progressive movie okay yeah it's very it has nothing to do with that <laughs> huh. i'm gonna go yeah. back and watch that scene again <laughs> yeah it's just really weird it's what like did one I miss? shot <laughs> um but yeah, he but, escapes and like, yeah, definitely kills some more people. Oh, he does stretch that doctor too to to find out where the children are being kept. And then he just leaves it on and, and they leave the room. So yeah, that's messed up, too. man. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's gonna die a terrible death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brutal. Um, but so yeah, him and Shake get out of there, and then we see uh, Berkowitz and Leary are exploring the tunnels because she figured out that he's living underground. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talk about why he's so dedicated to Frank Castle. Like, why is he so obsessed? Right. And that's where we are revealed that, like, uh, he was an alcoholic. Um, Berkowitz was. And yeah. Frank, when he was a young cop, came to him much like Leary did and was like, I want to be your partner because I want to want to work with. Them. But he would wash up at that point. And Frank kind of turned Berkowitz's life around. He gave right. him a life. So. He owes Frank. That's why he does this. Right. Oh, now the uh, the mob bosses, um, yes. except for Franco, who mm-hmm. refused to meet with her, are in a public place in a restaurant to meet with Lady Tanaka. And uh, I love this scene. Yeah. <laughs> but So when she shows up, they think that like, OK, yeah, it's safe to meet in public location. Every single person in the restaurant works for her. Right. They so all get up. They all have weapons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is great. She had like has like a a glass, and she's going to like hypnotize them. So she starts like just rubbing her finger <laughs> yeah. on the on the rim of the glass, and you hear like this like humming noise, and everyone just kind of like starts moving their heads around. And while this other guy, one of the mob bosses, like against the wall. And, you know, it's kind of like screaming at her. And then he's also just kind of like moving his head and 
So she has like these hypnotizing powers, you realize as well. <laughs> well, they were they were poisoned in They're, the champagne, I guess. Yeah, but she also she's using yeah, the, she, no, yeah. she leads them into leads their death that way. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one guy's really pissed. The reason he's against the wall, this is amazing. The daughter pulls her earrings off right and yeah. crucifies the dude to the wall yes. like straight, <laughs> straight throws an earring through a wrist and nails a dude to the wall <laughs> i know i love the women of power the, the evil women of power in this movie it's so yeah. great <laughs> I, I definitely thought of like um what's her name like uh lucy Liu's character but a go-go you know in oh kill yeah bill. from kill bill yeah i thought I was of thinking her... of uh, lady snowblood yeah, yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, I mean, they're, there's, they give them a lot of badassery. Like, it's very yeah. silly that they're her earrings, but it's also like, I mean, it's pretty badass. It like, is, yeah. You know, use, it's cool. Use all of your tools. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I like exactly. that they don't like hyper sexualize them either. No, no, there really is none. That is, that is true. You know, there's none of that really in this movie at all. Mm -mm. And they could very easily do it. I mean, it's rated R. There's all this crazy violence in it. Um, yeah. it, it would have been just so easy for then, you know, they all male, you know, directors and writers yeah. like so. But they yeah, they chose not to go that route, which is very nice. <laughs> yeah. Violence, not sex. Violence, not sex. Yeah, let's not mix them together. Well, they want kids to watch this, remember? <laughs> remember <laughs> violence is okay but not sex <laughs> it was rated r so no, i yeah. know i know yeah <laughs> i mean um, usually that is the case and they would want like a lower rating but back then yeah well robocop had a animated show so that's true it did <laughs> and then and robocop 2 was pg-13 <laughs> there you go um so yeah um Oh, and then the, the guy who got nailed to the wall, um, she blows his head off. Right. He doesn't get to die from the poison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now it's only Franco. All the crime heads are dead. They're all Franco, dead. Franco got what he wanted, you know. Sort of. <laughs> kind of. He was yeah. smart to not go to the meeting, though. She says yes. that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, meanwhile, Frank is still killing people with... <laughs> With a submachine gun, right? Yeah. And then he steals a bus. <laughs> yeah, right? he steals the bus. <laughs> and uh, he, he goes to where they're keeping the kids. I don't know how he figured that out, but. Yeah. Um, well, the doctor told him, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the doctor okay. told him, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there is there is a thread. Yeah, there's a, there's a small thread. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he breaks all the kids out and loads them onto the bus. Wait, but, real quick, though, I, yeah. I would just like to point out when he goes to get the children, uh, he's a scary looking man, like oh, really scary. And like they made a big point of like, you know, sinking his eyes in and he has that like fake beard and like a very sunken yeah. cheekbones to make it look like a skull face. Right. That was yeah, kind yeah. of the point. And then he's like, like I said earlier, six, six, like two twenty. Uh, and he has a submachine gun and he's killing all these people in front of these children. Yeah. And then he goes up to the children. He's like, come with me, like kind of like come with me if you want to live type of Terminator yeah. vibe. Right. 
I would be so scared of him if I was yeah. a tiny child watching him murder all these people. And now I'm supposed to trust you yeah. to get me to safety. Scary <laughs> giant man. <laughs> Even mob children would be scared. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, I'm sure the mob people were telling the children like, oh, the Punisher is out there. Are you seeing it on the news? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's <laughs> like a boogeyman to them. Yeah, definitely. But all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that little girl's like very, she's like, thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like gives her like her hand to like yeah. lead him out of there. Um, all right. <laughs> but he gets them all on the bus, except one of the kids is like, Tommy and Kathy are still in there. Right. So he <laughs> finds you. them both um, and he gets Kathy. Kathy gets back to the bus, mm-hmm. but Tommy gets Tommy's once again a badass does not give a fuck about yakuza he hits one of them and saves frank right and that's not the last time he's going to save frank Mm -mm. (laughs) but tommy gets left behind and uh frank gets on the bus and then there is this insane car chase (laughs) with the bus yeah with the bus (laughs) all the kids so like one guy like flies through the front window of the bus and is like in the bus now and he's like fighting Frank while he's driving and stuff with the kids on the bus. Yeah. Oh, and all yeah. the windows get shot out and you see those kids like as Frank is ripping around turns. Clearly, they weren't really on the bus. They were pretending to be thrown around. Right. But there's like glass everywhere. So these kids are like rolling through <laughs> glass back and forth as like the Punisher's like ripping this bus around turns. And stuff. Yeah. It is crazy. The bus would not be standing. <laughs> it's super crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a police blockade and he parks the bus and he comes out and he has the kids, you know, and he's holding have... them as shields. Yes. Yeah. He does use that little girl as a shield. Um, but uh, they have him now. He's right. caught the Punisher. Mm-hmm. And it is Frank Castle. You can't deny it now. Nope. It's him. So they take him in. He's been caught. Yeah. And a good, uh, a good headline would have been right there. Like if they did like another news report, that would have been yeah. cool right there. But oh, well, yeah, it <laughs> we never helped. see that again. <laughs> it would have helped to like contextualize stuff and tie stuff together, I think, to the plot, you know? Yeah. As from just from a writing standpoint, news segments are fantastic for exposition dumps. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like in like Batman 89, like they have a, a bunch of news reports throughout it. And it makes it more comic booky too. Yeah. You Spinning know. newspaper. That's what I would have wanted. Exactly. Punisher <laughs> caught. Punisher caught. And then Berkowitz. Yeah. Mob boss is dead. Yeah. Yakuza take over. And you know, like children <laughs> saved. Punisher right. caught. Exactly. Just yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, instead we get frank in a jail cell <laughs> and uh but this is the first time we get uh we see Ber- berkowitz and him mm-hmm. together right yes. and uh he's trying real hard he's being very uh like i care about you bro right <laughs> <laughs> like it's super macho mm-hmm. but it's like why can't you talk to me I need- let me in let me in brother like right you know, and he won't. He won't. And he's like, you're sick, Frank. You're sick. And mm-hmm. this is where it's like very clear, like, no, he's not. No. He knows exactly what he's doing. You can't. This guy cannot plead insanity. He is intentionally choosing to do this. He's not mentally ill. These are choices. Yeah. 
These are the choices he's made. He's a psychopath (laughs) and you are not going to stop him. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe these guys killed his family. However, (laughs) he's already killed the guy that's killed his family. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. I guess he, the guy who killed his family, but we can assume that Franco ordered the hit. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was five years ago, but still. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all of the 160 other people <laughs> did not kill his family. No, and all of them were equally evil, definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> there was no innocent bystanders in the way. I don't no. think. <laughs> well, you can get around stuff like that too. Like I think um like just to bring up Kill Bill again. Remember when she fights all the crazy 88s? Yeah. But there's the one that's like she doesn't kill cuz he's young. Yeah. And she spanks him with the sword. Right. That's what you get for fucking around with Yakuza. Yeah. Go home to your mother. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like maybe we can assume Frank has done that with like one teen goon. He's like, you're going to talk about what you've seen today. Don't ever do this again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I mean... Well, we'll get to the ending of it, obviously, yeah. but when he maybe learns a lesson, but <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, pretty brutal. So, yeah, I don't know where he is. Where are they taking him? Are they taking him to court or a higher security prison? I but think he's a prison. OK, because yeah. it would have been too soon for court. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's in the prisoner van and this is where Leary meets him and she kind of gets this is the only part where he like gives any sort of vulnerability really yeah is in she's like you care about him you care about him and like Mm -hmm. it's on his face he doesn't say anything but of course he does you know that's his friend he doesn't say a lot in this entire movie (laughs) he's like that's your best friend yeah i think uh one other little fact he actually write does write more lines for himself in this movie because he didn't have enough lines Oh, wow. Yeah. And he wanted to show some more character. But I mean, I don't think they gave him enough lines on purpose because yeah. he's not he isn't the best at expressing feelings in general. No, I mean, nor maybe like he... Masters of the Universe. They took yeah. away all his lines originally and wanted to redub him because oh, wow. it was so bad. Uh, but then they didn't have enough money to do that. So they kept his line, his uh, original voice in. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So I mean, I guess dull. it works for the punisher right that guy wouldn't yeah. be very emotive no uh yeah depending on the situation but i mean maybe that's why they cut out the scene with his family maybe it wasn't good enough you know maybe he's just not good at emoting so that's why yeah, they maybe cut it, it made him scarier yeah maybe you know <laughs> him playing a normal guy like, yeah <laughs> after all seeing all that i'm like oh no like you at the dinner table like i love you babe i love you baby like i don't know <laughs> or playing with the children and it was like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's why yeah. um but um he's in the he's in the car and then uh, uh it the the armored vehicle gets attacked and right. uh they break him out and it's franco's men mm-hmm. um and he's in like franco's fortress or whatever you know this guy who he wants to kill more than anybody but franco broke him out he's like because you're the only one who can get my son back right and and he's like i'll give you anything and frank doesn't want anything he's like but um so they he won't help but they have berkowitz and they put like a gun to his neck and because we know now that he cares 
Yes. He agrees to help, but yeah. you're dead after this. Right. When this is over, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he tries to do this like quasi New York Italian accent, and it's just it's so charming. So and it's very muddled bad. and yeah. I am justice. I'm justice. I am punishment. <laughs> Vengeance. Oh wait, there we go. There's the Batman line. That's where they got it from. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I live on the Upper East Side. <laughs> I'm from actually. I'm from Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So now we're like we're at the our last act. This is the the third act. Um. Mm-hmm. We got Frank Castle. Franco, Gianni Franco, mm-hmm. and Shake. They're all working together um, right. to invade the Yakuza building. Um, Shake's on the outside. He's supposed to like operate the uh, explosive charges. There's like, yeah, like <laughs> a whole a terrible idea. Let's just get yes. that. So we have an alcoholic <laughs> planting bombs. Yeah. <laughs> right and his name's Shake. And his name is Shake. Yes. Because he has the fucking alcohol shakes. And Shakespeare. Like, Oh, is it yeah. a double? It's a it's double. A double oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he had to be an alcoholic, of course. Right. Because wow. it's funny. It's Drunks hilarious. are funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's on the outside. And then it's basically just Franco and Castle going yeah. into the building together. Um, you know, Franco put on his little denim jacket because you know, <laughs> it's it's business time. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like he's about to go yachting. Yeah, he's got like the slicked back hair and everything. Yeah, slicked back hair, like this white kind of polo shirt, right? Yeah. And then like a denim jacket and like yeah. some loafers. And then, uh, you know, an AR-15 or something. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, is he ready for battle now? Like, why aren't you wearing like a bulletproof vest? Like, oh, He does put on. No, there is that scene. He tries to give Frank a bulletproof vest. And Frank is like, doesn't talk to him. And he, and Franco like gets mad. He's like, oh, fine then. And just like throws it. That's right. He he is wearing one under his denim vest. Okay. That's right. He is. (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, we, we go back to Berkowitz and uh, he's being held and he's like, Hey man, I got to take a piss. And like the guy's like, then do it. And he's like, you want the boss to come back and you got yellow stains on your seat. (laughs) Like it just, he like, homophobe shames this guy because he doesn't, right. the guy doesn't want to talk touch his dick he's like you're gonna handle the equipment yeah <laughs> and so he lets his arms out his hands free and he's like isn't is a iq test uh or is high iq part of this job and the guy's like huh no and then he like he's like you i didn't it. think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the, the i like this part with the guy comes in with the pizza right and he goes Hey, I brought the pizza. Like he's supposed yeah. to be like a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, I brought the pizza. And then okay. just like bam, bam. he's out. Yeah. Smashes him. Yep. <laughs> and then he takes a slice of pizza on the way out. Yeah. You gotta. He's so cool. <laughs> he is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's funny, but he is cool. <laughs> um and yeah, there is lots of killing. I mean, oh, yeah. I didn't really break down all the deaths here. There's a lot of cool action sequences with the Punisher fighting everybody. Yeah, so they first get into the Yakuza um entryway and there's just everyone like uh kneeling doing their like meditation slash training. Right? training. Yeah. yeah. And they all have swords, not guns, and they just mow everyone down yeah. immediately uh <laughs> that's one of the more uncomfortable parts in the movie yeah <laughs> it's pretty crazy and i like that's and also kind of unbelievable too because like 
so far we have seen the Yakuza just murder everybody, right? And they're super yeah. well-trained. And like, even just like the Punisher can't take them down, right? Yeah. But, like Franco with a gun, like- With his, Castle, his I guess. Castle can kill, and there's what, like 30 of them in that room? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. All and like, they don't is... have any security on the outside of this building? I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> um, the explosives were to, the first explosive was to take out the lights. And then right. the second was to kill the elevator. Yes. So I guess people got to run up and down the stairs, which we don't see. <laughs> no. And he also fucks that up too, like yeah. because he's shake and he drops yeah. one of them, and like is, the whole time is like fumbling trying to get it back up. Yeah, that whole crate. tension with that that did not that scene did not work. Really. No, like, he uses one of the Punisher knives to like stab the button because it fell into a sewer grate. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's not not great. It's so silly. <laughs> um, but so yeah, after he does get eventually the power out and the elevator is off. Uh, Franco and Punisher split up inside because I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, it's a good way for Franco to die. He does. Yeah. He doesn't, but that would have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Frank, Frank battles uh, the American unnamed American daughter who is a crazy assassin. And she like totally messes him up more than anybody in the whole movie. Right. <laughs> um, but then he does eventually snap her neck. Yeah. You know, unfortunate that's what you get <laughs> for fucking her. around for, for being raised by yakuza's that's what you get for listening to your mom right <laughs> I, I liked her <laughs> yeah no she messes him up it's pretty good it's a good fight um yeah it is a good fight and i'm assuming she must have been a fighter or something i didn't look that up but because she's yeah, not she, talking either so yeah she was like it's like her and like two of the main uh yakuza like bodyguards they're all they're all okay. like tournament champion fighters cool, oh. cool. i yeah. bet it's the two guys he fights in the room right yeah 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 okay because they're a bigger threat than those 30 dudes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah then uh so they had split up and franco now sees his son tommy but with tanaka um she has him hostage at knife point and uh her deal is like i'll let your son live but you have to kneel down right now and commit suicide with your own gun in front of your son. And he's like, how do I know you'll keep your word? And she's like, you don't. Right. <laughs> you know? Pretty scary stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then thankfully frank castle explodes through a window and throws a dagger into her forehead of course <laughs> a cheap way for her to go yeah Poor no it isn't dad. um I, there should have been a epic fight with her going up against both of them oh yeah and being beaten because there's two of them but mm -hmm. her holding her own like there really should have been a cool fight sequence here absolutely yeah. Yeah. She deserved better than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. De such definitely. A good character. Um, but Franco and his son are reunited, and uh, he Frank is like lying on the Frank Castle is like yeah. lying on the ground, totally destroyed. But he saved them. Right. And then Frank Franco Gianni's like, "Okay, Tommy, leave the room, please." <laughs> So he can kill. <laughs> so he can kill Frank. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I am forever in your debt. Thank you so much. I could not, you know, you're, you're a great man. Like, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, I'm gonna kill you now, but now I have to murder you. Cause I know you want to murder me. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but Tommy comes back in 
and they keep fighting like hand to hand a lot. And Tommy twice saves Frank Castle. Right. Because he saved him. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But the result is that Frank Castle gets the upper hand and shoots his dad in in front of him. In front of him. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The first shot doesn't kill him either. It's like a long drawn out thing right yeah. he stands up he feels the blood and then he falls down dead and stuff yeah yeah um but tommy picks up the gun mm-hmm. and he's like so this scene is crazy this is like one of the crazy parts of this movie and yeah. if you've been listening you know it's all crazy oh yeah but he's like tommy has the gun on punisher and he's like i'm gonna kill you and then like frank like kneels and puts the gun to his forehead and is like so intense in this kid's eyes like do it do it do it do it he says like four or five times yeah do it do it and And tommy's crying (laughs) and then he eventually drops the gun and then buries his head in the his chest like yeah it's so bizarre like (laughs) such a weird scene it's so 80s do it And um, then the like, fuck this fucking line in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he says, the Punisher says to Tommy. You're a good boy, Tommy. Grow up to be a good man. Because if not, I'll be waiting. So he like threatens Tommy yeah. <laughs> you know, he's gonna yeah. murder him if he doesn't grow up after he just shoots his dad yep. and yep. saves him. Yeah. <laughs> I was just blown away by that line. <laughs> he tells him, You're a good boy. Right. Grow up to be a good man. Yes. <laughs> so, like <laughs> or, or or else. But, see, I'm, the kids in this movie, the reason there's kids in this movie is because they know kids are gonna watch this movie. It's like it was a different time. They made R-rated movies that they knew kids were gonna watch. Right. Like that's the ethos, like very mm-hmm. odd. Whereas very I went odd. and saw, you know, Doctor Strange, and there was like a four-year-old there, and I was like, the Doctor Strange 2, by the way. That's yeah. like I'm like, this is violent. <laughs> she should not be here. This is PG 13. She shouldn't be here, you know? Yeah. 80s were a different time. So um, after all that, uh, Frank just sort of disappears. And once again, Berkowitz shows up this time, only a few seconds too late. Right. And and then uh, like he goes outside onto the rooftop and he just screams to the whole city like, Frank! <laughs> and then uh, we return to our shot through the... Uh, you know the careening camera through the uh the the tunnels yeah and we see him greasy and frank castle greasy and naked naked talking to god again yep <laughs> and um uh, yeah the killing will continue that's really the what yeah. frank says is like you know i'm not done right and that's yeah. the end and that's the, that's the end yeah uh no real consequences for frank as per usual <laughs> he no to continue uh his rampaging and his murdering yeah and uh i guess they kind of leave it open-ended because they thought maybe they could do a sequel uh sure. if it yeah if it if it did well which it did not <laughs> because i mean it didn't have a well i guess we can talk about that yeah. Right now, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh this movie had a super funky release. Uh and it's yeah. 
I mean, rather unfortunate. It is not a masterpiece or anything, but I do think it would have done pretty well had yeah. it been released as, you know, in 89, right? Because mm-hmm. even in 91, things had changed. Um, but uh, so this is from Wikipedia. Um, the film was given a worldwide theatrical release, except in the United States, Sweden, and South Africa. Mm-hmm. Originally slated for a U.S. release in August of 89, as trailers were created by New World promoting the film. It premiered in Germany and France in October 89 and was shown months later at the Los Angeles Comic Book and Sci-Fi Convention in July of 1990. Right. But the film never really received a wide theatrical release in the United States due to New World's financial difficulties and at the time its new owners not having an interest in theatrical distribution. And I looked it up. New World only put one movie into theaters ever after this wow i forget what the movie was but this was the second to last movie they ever uh released period and actually i don't think that movie was in theater sorry it was they stopped releasing movies altogether oh wow yeah um, punisher was like the thing that was sitting in the they like it was like we've got to get this out and make some money so vhs yeah. right um but yeah it was sold to live entertainment now lionsgate Okay. Uh, who re- who released it direct to video on VHS and Laserdisc in April 1991? Wow, Laserdisc, mm-hmm. <laughs> big seller, yeah, very expensive. <laughs> the time I mean, too, the premiere format, but yes, yes. not a lot of people. I have. wonder if there's extra because there was always a ton of extra credits on the Laserdisc. So I wonder if that's what you had those extra scenes on was the Laserdisc version maybe yeah. i mean that that was you know that is kind of like the birth of all of this like special features and stuff commentaries yeah it would yeah. weird me out like when i would start buying dvds and then i'd be like they're recording this in like 1994 and i'm like what <laughs> they didn't have dvds oh they yeah. popped the laser disc commentary on the dvd got it right mm-hmm. uh also uh it was so when it was shown at uh comic con mm-hmm. at the or the comic con science fiction it was on a triple bill with the 1990 flash uh, oh, and wow. and the guyver <laughs> so a triple feature the guyver i love the guyver, the guyver. yeah with mark hamill <laughs> wait are we thinking of the same thing what's that yeah was it mark hamill the guy no wasn't he oh, what guyver? i was thinking of was an anime called the guyver which oh. did come out in 1989 yeah so 1991 guyver with mark hamill the live action guyver oh, okay yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not familiar. No, yeah, check that one out. <laughs> 1990 Flash, huh? Interesting. Yeah, also terrible. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they did want to make a sequel, but there was no interest from Dolph Lundgren because it performed so terribly here in the U.S. Sure. Uh, so he was just like, nah. <laughs> uh, and also, the, they still owned the the rights too, and they were just like yeah new world right they're yeah until until they got bought out and then i mean it said it was sold to lionsgate because lionsgate did put out the 2004 one okay maybe the 08 one i'm not sure but i do remember yeah yeah um well it would have been it would have been interesting to see some sequels it would have been right i uh maybe a different a different take, a different director. <laughs> I would have loved it if we got a trilogy of these these oh movies. Oh my god! With, and all <laughs> each one uh, very different from one another. I would have loved if this was some inconsistent, weird trilogy where it's like the second one's the worst one, the third one's great. You know, like 
I would have loved this weird history because like I'm honestly as the MCU continues more fascinated with all these like what are these depictions like prior to when they figured you know quote unquote figured it out right you know? yeah it's updated characters yeah Ugh. um and there's a lot i i have the list of uh other things we could uh go over um in future episodes you know okay. but we'll figure that out yeah yeah what what other of these movies that failed so miserably? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the 79 made-for-TV Captain America movies, but mm -hmm. then there's also the 1990 Captain America straight-to-VHS yeah, movie. Yeah, I have not seen that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen these either. Um, there's a, a Tomb of Dracula called Sovereign of the Dam anime from Ooh. 1980. Oh, wow. Yeah. 80, okay. Yeah, that was all in the court case with... um. Jim Shooter and uh, uh, the uh, Marv Wolfman and stuff um, mm -hmm. because they weren't getting any royalties, even though they had made a movie based on their characters. That was like the first time people got at Marvel, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's the 94 Fantastic Four movie, you know, like. Yes. <laughs> that I have that. seen. <laughs> Generation X from 96, the like made for movie, made for TV pilot movie. Whoa, I, yeah. I haven't seen that either. Uh, uh, the Nick Fury, of course. Yep. With, uh, with, <laughs> with David in Germany. Yes, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, um, there's an uh -huh. 05 Man Thing movie. Oh, yes. I mean, that I've seen parts of. It is not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, most of these probably are not. Um, no. There's the 78 Doctor Strange Right, which is being re-released right now on Whoa. DVD. Yeah. Maybe that one should be our next one. Yeah, it looks incredible. It looks kind of like what if Doctor Who was yeah. Doctor Strange? <laughs> Plus like sweatier. It oh, looks yeah. like really like steamy in 70s. Like Ugh. where I'm like, I don't know if Doctor Strange needs to be getting down like this, but okay. Very <laughs> no, it's yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. I just watched the yeah. trailer for it and yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what they were. And then thinking. there's um there's some like this old Spider-Man uh show which had a pilot film, the Hulk oh. had two pilot films. Right. There's the Japanese Spider-Man theat which was technically the first theatrical adaptation of any Marvel property other than the the serials, the right. Captain America serials. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the it was the pilot for the TV show in Japan. It played in theaters. Spooder man, a spooder. Yeah, Spooder. <laughs> he's cool. He is a yeah. very different guy. That would be fun to get into and talk about, like the differences between the characters. And stuff, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if any of y'all have any comments of what you would like to uh, listen to next, or what you want to hear us talk about please tweet or Instagram or Facebook, whatever, whatever you would yeah. like. Yeah. Reach uh, out with your votes. Yeah. Uh, at escapist comics, or you can directly uh, at Jessa Balboni on Insta or I don't check my Twitter, just Insta me. <laughs> I don't go yeah. into that cesspool anymore. Owned, possibly owned by Musk. I don't know. Who knows what's happening with that anymore? It hasn't gone through yet. <laughs> Um, these giant mergers take, you know, up to a year or so. Well, and he's on like all sorts of trouble now too, for not like paying immediately or paying Ooh. his taxes on it. So yeah, it's all, it might not go yes. through because all the big mergers have gone through, right? The Disney and Fox and all that stuff. But 
Yeah. We always get an announcement and then it's like a year to a year and a half later. It's like, okay, it has gone through. Now they own it. You yeah. Know? But it he was like hiding, hiding money and funds and stuff too. So he's already in trouble. Well, maybe it, it won't so. go through. Maybe, maybe this will be through. the big, the big yeah. bubble burst. Cool. It'd be awesome. Speaking of super villains too, like Punisher <laughs> versus Elon Musk. Bring yeah, Dolph that's Lundgren the movie back. I want to see. <laughs> yeah, bring Dolph back, and he's yeah. killing robots and ninjas and robot ninjas and, <laughs> and Tesla Teslas. bots. Yeah, Tesla bots, exactly. Yeah. Transformer <laughs> Teslas, and he's like, "I'm not equipped for this." <laughs> then, no. then he gets microchip. Yeah, see, he needs micro. Exactly. A yeah. much better sidekick, a very strange sidekick, but <laughs> anyone who's working with Frank is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're working with that guy and you're no. okay with everything that he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Like Shake only had a problem once the kids were kidnapped. Yes. <laughs> and he was like imploring him. He's like, you have to help. This is because of you. Yeah. And Frank yeah. didn't want to help at first, too. I don't think we mentioned that. He was just like, nah, they're mob kid boss. Yeah. They're the kids of the mob. I don't care about them. And he was like, no, they're still children, Frank. And then they're he couldn't children. escape it, right? Yeah. He, he couldn't escape. I got two reasons for yeah. it. <laughs> Boom. Boom. They're children. Um, You'll never kill children. Well. <laughs> yeah. Not until you're 18, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll kill Tommy on his 18th birthday. He'll just be waiting in the shadows. <laughs> Are you a good man, Tommy? Are you a good boy? <laughs> Well, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Um, I guess that about wraps it up, huh? It does, yeah. Well, uh, uh, I guess check me out on uh, Instagram at Robert underscore N-E-G-O-E-S-C-O. Uh, I post my comic stuff there and any updates and anything. Um, my YouTube channel, uh, search my name on YouTube and uh, you'll get there and um, follow, subscribe, you know, posting videos, animation, podcast video stuff uh all sorts of fun stuff so yeah those are the two uh, spots to find me and make sure you rate review uh subscribe to all of our content here uh rating yeah. helps our podcast very much so five stars please rating and, and comments too yes comments, comments as well yes please give us and, all of the comments and all of the ratings because uh it really bumps us up for listens so that that really helps so please do that thank you please yeah and if you have you know a friend who is into comic stuff um send this their way post it on your social media if you're into it you know um yeah spread spread it around if you can that's the best way to get this to new people absolutely and we and appreciate we'll, you yeah we really appreciate the listens and we'll be back with more comic reviews and all of that stuff very soon Absolutely. Yeah. We'll return to uh, our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening. And remember. Well, what do we escape into, into movies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's still the same. <laughs> escape into, into comics. comics. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Bye. Do it.